Look, I've got to agree with Winston Peters. I think Trevor Mallard's lost the plot. I cannot actually believe that he thinks it's okay to trespass Winston Peters from Parliament for two years. It's not because it's Winston Peters. It's not because I have a soft spot for Winston Peters. And it's not even really about what we think about Winston Peters. It's because he's a former Deputy Prime Minister of this country, for God's sake. And he's not allowed to go to Parliament for two years because Trevor decided. What did Winston do wrong? He went to the protest. He was there at the protest, turned up as a politician for talk, to talk to the protesters for what, like maybe an hour or thereabouts. He didn't pitch a tent. He didn't dig up cobblestones to throw at police. He didn't set tents on fire. So what are the reasons for trespassing him? And by the way, I feel much the same, actually, about the fact that there, there might be a trespass notice coming the way of Act, former ACT Party MP Stephen Franks, who was told by Trevor Mallard to expect one when he saw him in a restaurant. Um, again, his crime appears to be just popping in to have a geese at the protest. Now, it seems to me, I can understand the logic behind trespassing some people, okay? It seems to me logical that you trespass somebody from your property if you have reason to believe that they're going to keep on causing trouble in your property. But does anyone actually believe that Winston Peters and Stephen Franks are going to keep on causing trouble at Parliament's grounds? Even if you think that those two caused trouble in the first place, which they didn't, I think most of us would understand that that protest was probably one of a kind. It was a reflection of a really difficult set of circumstances and heightened anger during a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic. I don't think many of us expect we're going to see a protest at that level ever again or in the near future. So why the need to trespass the pair of them? What is the risk that they pose? Trevor needs to accept that people are allowed to protest, even if it upsets his feelings. That's how democracy works. Now, of course, there are people in the crowd who should have been protested, uh, trespassed, and those people are the people who are lighting the fires and assaulting the cops and throwing the bricks and whatnot, but they're not the people who were simply there to have a conversation or to show support in a peaceful way. Now, the question, of course, is, well, what's Trevor going to do now? So he's picked out the people he recognises. Is he going to scour all the CCTV just in case he recognises somebody else's face popping up in one of the cameras? He is currently today trying to spin the story, because I guess that he's seen how this is backfiring on him. He's trying to spin the story that he's not actually responsible for these trespass notices. He says it was parliamentary security who issued the notices. But even his mate, Jacinda Ardern, the prime minister, says he cannot delegate those powers to parliamentary security. And there is good reason in any case to doubt his story, because as Stephen Franks says, he gave Stephen Franks a warning in a restaurant. This suggests to me that Trevor Mallard knows very well what was going on and was more involved than he says he is. These trespass orders are outrageous and they need to be withdrawn immediately.